Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, aha. My head. Uh, where where are we, scientist Trevor? Oh. I don't know. I almost I remember something going wrong last time. Nothing ever goes wrong with us. Yeah, maybe oh. you're right. What's that? There's a but my phone. My, here, let me. I got a. I have a voicemail. Why would I? What number is it from? It just says six six six. That's weird. Yeah, should I just play it? Oh, I'll put yeah, it go on. ahead. I don't see any problem. I'll put it on speaker. Now, here we go. Hello, this is Satan. I'm not the two-famous scientist. Back to life. And I will continue to do so while you do my bidding. I need you to create for me a gremlin. If you fail to create a gremlin, I shall kill you and put you back here with me. How Satan sounds like Yoda after a brick to the head. He does. Oh, kind of does. So wait, he, I guess we, we did gotta, die. I guess so. And he brought us back to life to make gremlins and bring them back some milk. Oh, he used up his dark power so we could create a gremlin for him. Well, man, well, how are we going to create a gremlin? I have some good and bad news. Oh, wait a minute. Do you think he meant the car? I hope not. Okay. So I have some good and bad news. You may. You have the car. No. Oh. Um. I've actually already created a gremlin. Oh, you had? Oh, how did you even? This does whatever. It, it okay. was just in case. Okay, whatever. Uh, the All bad right. news uh-huh. um, is it's you. Man, this is a great. Wait, what? So I created this serum and I injected you like five years ago. It was just like a trial thing. Um, I don't remember this. And you're you're kind of you're going to turn into a gremlin any minute now. Why do, you, why do you say that? You know what? I'm kind of hungry, kind of think of it. It's only, gosh, it's, who knows how long it's been since we've eaten. It's after midnight now. It's 12.05. Uh, where can we get some food? Listen, I know you're hungry. I am too. I'm starving. My stomach's growling. Yeah. But I can't feed you after after midnight. That's one of the rules of the serum. But you have You'll like become a, like a bad, bad gremlin. But you have like a big pile of food over there in the corner. Oh, yeah. That's the Chinese buffet I have moved into our lab. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, no, it's after you, midnight. We can't do it. If you would excuse me, Trevor. I, I see some uh, some cheese wontons with my name it, on it. It's a bad idea. You can't eat after midnight. <laughs> Fine. Give me some food, too. Here you go. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> well, that one tasted like a time bomb. <laughs> oh, man. That sesame chicken is something. Oh, you're telling me. I don't feel so good. I mean, like, even more so than usual after eating one of those. I think you're turning into a gremlin. I think I'll be like... Right. Oh, no. It's going to be okay, Trevor. Trevor, I think I'm going to... 
Kremlin Johnny. What? With my dying breath, I have to tell you. What's that? I put a remote detonated bomb in that cheese wonton. How convenient. I'm going to click this button. You are dead. And we're going down together. Click. Hello. Welcome to a brand new episode of Retro Beast. It's a spooky kind of year. I'm a ghost. And also, those two scientists are dead and are never coming back. What do you think, Trevor? Oh, Trevor's here with me. It's not just oh, me. Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's us now. Yeah. Welcome to Retro Blist. Uh, it's that time of month. Uh, the leaves are turning colors. The pumpkins are being turned into... Uh, hollow pumpkins with hollow pumpkins. holes cutting their heads. Yeah. Uh, and faces carved into them. Kind of really weird and violent towards pumpkins, if you yeah. think about it. And uh, all the scary things come out to play. And of course, that also means uh, for us here at Retro Bliss mm-hmm. that it's scary game or retro scare month. Yes. Where we try. <laughs> Two episodes in. We don't know what to call it. And it's retro scare month. <laughs> yep. Your idea to call yep. it that. So I kept doing it. So here we go. Um, Trevor, we got some big news to get out of the way first, though. Something yeah. really important. And that, of course, is my promise that I will never bring back that Dracula stupid character. Thank you so much. You're welcome. But instead, I have a ghost. Oh, gosh. It's this ghost right here. So before people leave and before we say anything else, just welcome to Retro Blist. We are a weekly game-by-game podcast covering weekly. games from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Game-by-game. And uh, I think let's just start off with our official Patreon announcement. Boom, ba 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 that was that was official. Uh-huh. See so yeah, how we danced around it, sort of. We sort of announced it last yeah. week. We did the Macarena. We did. Yeah. Uh, we did the uh, what's the the sprinkler? Is it because I said danced around it? We did the what other dance stuff? So the forbidden dance. <laughs> if you just go to Patreon, which we can't show because we're a family podcast. Too. All right. <laughs> Once you're quiet, I'll announce the supportive thing. I'm done. Okay. So <laughs> if you just go to Patreon, yeah, the hokey pokey, <laughs> and. Never look for anything involving this podcast because we're not worth it. I put one leg in, then I put that one leg out, then I then danced. I smacked you in the mouth with that leg. That's probably a good idea. Which hurt. <laughs> so go to Patreon, look for Retro Blist. But why um, would you, Trevor? Tell them. Honestly, <laughs> I can't give you a good reason, but we're doing, what is this, episode 72, I think? Uh, nobody expected it. So episode 72, it. and we finally started a Patreon. Because, obviously, it was a priority. Um, <laughs> yes. No, but a few of you did ask for it. And, you know, in Johnny's defense, he's mentioned it a few times. And I, I just finally came around. and said, yeah, why not? We should do this. In all fairness, we first originally thought that it would be really harmful to our egos to, when nobody joined it. 
Yeah, yeah. But we've already had a couple already, and that's really awesome, honestly. So a couple people have gone to Patreon and searched for Retro Bliss. And, you know, and nobody knows why, but nobody knows it. why. No, I'm honestly, before I even officially made the announcement, I think you had mentioned it on your Instagram. Account, I did, yes. But before I'd even made the announcement on our Facebook or anything, um, Caleb Dixon and Michael Thompson. Uh-huh, Thompson. Or Thompson. Thompson. Or Tomlson. Tommyson. Uh, Michael somebody. Mm-hmm. They both already uh, donated on Patreon, and that's just, I just couldn't believe it. It's humbling. It's yeah. pretty amazing and incredible. And saying, I, I think just saying grateful is not enough. Does that make sense? Like, it's incredible to us. Trevor and I discuss this, and I know it's very weird for me to be serious for a second, but it's it's very incredible to us that anybody would think to even help this show out. Does that make right. sense? Because we, we want to continue to do the show free for the listeners. We never want the show itself mm-hmm. to be a, uh, you would have to, for you to pay to listen to it. We never want that. And I told my wife, I said, you know, we do a show every week. We decided we, we don't want that. Like Johnny just said, we don't want that to ever cost. Cause I don't, I don't feel like you should, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong for people to want to get paid for what they do, but I want our show to be free, the show right. itself. Now, don't get me wrong. I want to get paid for what we do. Right. <laughs> millions of dollars. Yes. But I told my wife, I said, our show is free. We're not charging for it. And yet there's already these two awesome people. I'm going to say their names again. Yeah. Caleb Dixon. And Michael. Th- and Michael Thompson. Um, I said, it's just, I, I almost can't believe that they would donate just because they enjoy the show because we're not charging for the show. Yeah. Anyways, that's awesome. And just really quick, the the tiers are real simple. Yes. It's a one, five, and ten dollar a month tier. Um I didn't think there was mine, any point doing the ten dollar a month tier, but uh, mine somebody's already a, done it. So my tiers come at a constant basis. Johnny's tiers are endless. And they are beautiful. And delicious. Um <laughs> but <laughs> the tiers are really simple. Yeah. Basically You just say horrible har- things to me. The dollar tier <laughs> just gets you a shout out because Oh, Thank, those you. Tears. Thank you for donating to the show instead of buying that Mountain Dew. Yeah. Um, the $5 and $10 tiers both, of course, get you a shout out, but also you get to vote every single month. You get to cast your vote on one game we're going to cover the following month. That's right. So, for example. So, anybody who joins this month of October as of this recording, October 2017, will have a vote for a game that we cover in November. Yes. So, so, so far... Uh, Michael and Caleb are the only two that are going to get to cast a vote for a game we cover in November. So if there's a game you want us to cover, now's your chance to kind of get your They both have there. a really high chance of deciding <laughs> yes. which game we yes. cover in November right I'm now. I'm really bad at math, but I'm pretty sure both of those guys each have a 90% chance of it. And we'll figure out how we're going to do that, but we'll make sure to reach out to you so you get a chance to vote. Yep. And then the $10 tier, in addition to all that, also gets you a one-time, rare, one-of-a-kind piece of art from me. The artist of the group. The artist of the group. And also Johnny, because why not? Because the one who actually makes a living from yep. art. <laughs> yep. And we'll mail it to you wherever you are, which uh, means we're already going to be sending a piece of art to Australia, I believe. That's right. And we're going to do it. So it'll be $90 postage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we thought this out brilliantly. <laughs> no, we're looking forward to doing that. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. That's all I'm going to say. But check out Patreon and look for Retro Blist. And I know before, when we were first trying to get this started last week, Patreon's website itself has been a little iffy, but we both checked it today and it seems to be doing a lot better. Yep. So you should be able to easily find us on there. Just do the search function. Anyway, let's. I'm glad we're done with that. I don't want to be like uh, our show to be nothing but all about that. 
I want our show to be about the games. Yeah. Is that a good idea? Oh, yeah. Also, what about this character? Uh, let me see what voice I want to do. Bang, that character's dead. No, you don't even know what he was. No, I don't want to know. <laughs> but he was like the pre-Gremlin. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's a good segue. Yeah. Because the game we're covering today it's is Gremlins 2. The new batch. The new batch. Uh, for the Nintendo Entertainment System. By Sunsoft. Starring. Uh, the Mogwai Gizmo. There you go. <laughs> is it Mogwai? Mogwa? Mogwa, I Mogwai. believe. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Gremlins is, 2. I think it's Chinese for monster is where it comes from. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is uh, from Sunsoft, 1990. Mm-hmm. It came out on the NES and the Game Boy. The opposite of Moonheart. Um, it was... <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> my if I was goodness. Run, if I was running a company and I just wanted to get back at Sunsoft, I would just name them that. That'd be my rival company. This doesn't sound very good, though. What, Moonheart? Yep. I would uh, run away. Um, <laughs> Toposoft did versions for other systems, but uh-huh. this game we're covering today... Was exclusive to the NES and the Game Boy, and we're covering the NES version. That's right. Um, it's probably not a game a lot of people have heard about, and it's you know a movie licensed game doesn't sound very exciting. But if you've not played this game, I challenge you to stick around. Yes. Also, I challenge you to be able to make it through the episode. Yeah, both are accomplishments. <laughs> yes. Also, Trevor, before we get into the game, have you seen the movie? I have not. Have you seen the first movie? I have not. I've seen both. Okay. I'm going to have a controversial opinion here that most people do not agree with. Retroblist is good. Okay, yeah, okay. I have a second controversial <laughs> okay. opinion, and that is that I enjoy and actually really love the second movie way more than I like the first one. And that is not how it usually goes. Most people love the first one mm-hmm. and don't care much for the second one. But the second one is so goofy and over the top that I just absolutely love it. So, uh I need to go back and watch it. It's been years since I've seen it. And I was kind of sad. We originally both wanted to watch the movie again, but we just didn't yeah. have time to do that. Yeah, I'm not a huge uh, horror fan either. Um, but just based on what you've told me, I would honestly rather see the second one. Yeah, it's more of a comedy horror than just horror. That, and the first one, yeah. to be fair, does have a lot of comedy in it. From what I remember, it's been forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's definitely more of a PG-13. It earns its PG-13 yeah. uh, rating for it. So it's just more... I don't know. It's a little darker than the second one. Yeah, I just uh, the right second, now the, the second, second one, one just sounds more appealing. The second to one's me. just over the top with yeah. it, and I kind of enjoy that part of it. Anyway, so Gremlins, the first Gremlins movie was a surprise hit, from what I remember. Uh, these movies came out in the eighties, if I'm thinking right. And then, of course, whenever you get a surprise hit, there's always going to be a sequel, and that mm-hmm. sequel was Gremlins Two: The New Batch, mm-hmm. which, of course, at the time meant more than likely you were going to get a video game. Mm-hmm. Does that mean it's going to be a good game or not? Most people would say no. Let's find out about this one. So yeah, this game is not only a licensed movie game, but based on a sequel that was not as well received. That's right. A couple strikes against it. But let's, yeah, let's just start with the graphics. Let's get into it. It's graphic time. So the first thing I'll mention, I'll let you, I'll let you just give like your general opinion of how mm-hmm. it looks. But I do want to mention. It looks great. Okay. So we can <laughs> skip that. The first thing that stands out to me. Yes. Is this is, um, not talking about gameplay yet, but it is an action platformer. Right. But it's not, in your Contra or Mario perspective, it is sort of over the head. Slightly isometric, but yeah. over the head view. Which should honestly just kill it for a game that requires both shooting and platforming. But we're not getting into gameplay yet, but I'll just say that the the view, graphically speaking, works a lot better than it should. 
I'd agree with that 100%. Usually games with that view is a knock against it, in my opinion. Yeah. But not in this one's. Like, I won't hold that against it because it sort of made it work for the most part. They found a way, like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Okay, Uncanny X-Men. Yes. It was totally over the head view, and you couldn't tell what anything was. Like, there's no details. This one isn't quite over the head. I mean, I guess you would say it's isometric. And they managed to put enough detail into the levels that even though it's not looking from the side, you can still tell what most everything is. That's right. And the, the platforms and everything are pretty distinct. The game's pretty colorful overall. It is. There's a lot of colors in it. Uh, Gizmo looks just like Gizmo. Yep. Uh, the Gremlins look just like the Gremlins. I thought they did a really good job making it look like the movies. The way I would describe the backgrounds themselves, the levels, is they're solid. They're super solid for a 1990 NES game. Yeah, you can't go through them. But the characters, yeah. <laughs> but the characters are kind of like way above solid. They're, yeah. They look really good. Yeah, Gizmo himself looks amazing, I thought. At times, his character could almost pass for like a Sega Genesis game, I think. Yeah. Um, just his actual character. Just yeah. his character, yeah. yeah. But I, I think it's a very good looking game. Like there's no point where they pull off some graphical effect. You're like, oh my goodness, how do they do that? But at no point does it ever look anything less than good. Yeah. And I just, I really like the, I don't know, I really like the view in this game. I think that's what stands out about the graphics. That's me clearing my throat, just so people should know. There's you Mine's kind of dry, throat. too. I think it's dry here. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it is actually getting crisp fall air filling here yeah. in North Carolina. For once, finally, about time. I enjoy it. I do, too. Back to the graphics. So, I, I don't know. I just Solid. Really... <laughs> I don't know the graph. I don't know if this is graphics or gameplay, but because of that viewpoint, I don't think this feels quite like any other game. I guess we'll get to that in gameplay. But I mean, do you just move into gameplay because I almost can't talk about the graphics without yeah, the gameplay. They kind of almost go together in this aspect. In this game, they do. Yeah, uh, the, the gameplay. It's a action platformer, like you said before. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of your buttons jumps, and one of your buttons shoots. That's the gist of it, yep. right there. That's what simple you're going to be doing. Be. Pretty simple. Um, but pla- this game is really heavy platforming, you ask me. Way more than I was Surprisingly, expecting. Surprisingly, yeah. I was expecting more action than than platforming, but it's it might be the other way around for this one. I would say it's about 50-50. At the very least, almost yeah. every time you have an enemy to kill, you also have a platform to kill. Yeah, I'd on. say it's about 90% platforming and about 90% of the action it's fighting thing. very impressive in that way because, I don't know, take Castlevania. Okay. Um, Give it here. You're just moving. <laughs> That's kind of expensive. Oh. You're just moving left to right. And platforming. and Yeah, it's, Castlevania is sort of a mixture of platforming and action. You go upstairs sometimes. You do. My throat's really dry, too. What's going on? <clears throat> Sorry. But in that game, you're only expected to move left, right, up, and down. In this game, you also have to sometimes jump diagonally, like from the above viewpoint. Yeah, which is a task. It's a task. But honestly, such heavy emphasis on platforming with this viewpoint should ruin the game. But it doesn't. That's right, yeah. It makes it feel unique to me. I don't know. I can't think of another NES game. Maybe like, uh, oh, is it Star Tropics that has like some platforming? I'm thinking there's like an action RPG on NES that, well, Zelda has some of this. Not a lot of platforming. This well, has, no, this the has, NES one really didn't. Yeah, I was about to say, this one has way more platforming than Zelda. Yeah, I don't, they didn't even, uh, I don't remember a lot in the NES one, no. I don't know. I don't know what to compare it to because it's got a lot of platforming with a lot of fast-paced action. I've already kind of told a few people, uh, like our buddy Mike, that mm-hmm. they need to check this game out ahead of time. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think it just needs to be seen and to be played. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's not revolutionary, but it feels no. different. It feels like its own thing. Yeah. I know. I, I guess we could talk about 
the individual challenges. Like the levels themselves, I don't think differentiate differentiate themselves a whole lot, except they definitely get more challenging as you go. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. They start out, it honestly starts out a very even difficulty to where you really feel like you're going to be able to beat the game, but it ramps up quickly. Oh yeah. Um, and I would say by about the fourth level, the game feels like, like a torture house for poor Gizmo. <laughs> yes. Because you're like, you're put through conveyor belts and fire and the spikes. Worst, probably some of the worst conveyor belts in video game history. Yes. Those things are strict conveyor belts that do not mess around. So you got, all right. They just, will zip you off whatever side that they're looking yes. towards. Is it, uh, I would say this. Level four, I think those crazy yeah. conveyor belts start. I would say, let me know if you agree with this. I would say this game is about 90% conveyor belts. And about 90% of the floor, just regular floor to walk on. So 180% yep. total? Yep. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Math works. Uh-huh. Uh, just try to picture this in your head. Here's something that actually happens. Okay. So you got this, these conveyor belts that are actual platforms you have to jump onto. So one of the conveyor belts may be going to the left, one might be going backwards, one's going forwards. So as soon as you land on it, you've got to run the opposite direction or fall off. You've also got to jump at a diagonal while there's enemies coming at you. And usually spikes. Yep. There's crazy stuff that happens. And if you miss the jump, you fall to your doom or you fall in fire. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm not like making fun of like uh, Ghost and Goblins. I was pretty much, I think they went too far with the difficulty. Yeah. And this one, I think they really were going to make it feel like a, like a torture chamber for Gizmo. This one came really close, I will say. Uh, but unlike Ghost and Goblins, this one was a little it wasn't near as hard to compare them no to. I, but it yeah. does get pretty difficult it gets very difficult but i really unlike ghost and goblins which by the way i think my review is like a 6.5 on that one yeah and i don't think i take it back but i have wanted to go back and play it so that's that says something that's a compliment to it this one though i don't think they went too far with the difficulty it just surprised me like it's like a little a freak show to make gizmo just cry <laughs> yeah. but it feels doable just really hard um so yeah, basically you start out with three hearts, but you usually get two hits on each heart, I think, mm-hmm. before they go away. Brett and Owen. If you fall in a pit, though, I think it takes a whole heart. That is a wrestling joke. Yeah, Brett Hart. <laughs> um, you got these little shops you can go into and buy health, power-ups that make your weapons stronger. Um, balloons. Balloons, which... Help you, you float get, if you yeah, fall. Yeah, explain the balloons. Dude. This is actually pretty cool. The balloons are actually pretty great. What they do is if... There's a lot of platforming, like we said, and a lot of that is if you don't make it, you fall into like an abyss or something. Mm-hmm. And then if that happens and you have a balloon, the balloon will come up and carry you a lot of... What was that game I'm thinking of that would do that? Like, didn't the Donkey Kong or is it Mario? The new Super Mario Brothers those, games do it. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, did you see Donkey Kong Country, do they do that? I don't think so, no. There's several games that do it. Tails sort of does it in Sonic 2. But anyway, you, but not, float on yeah. a, you float on a balloon and you can kind of guide the balloon to an area for a, a short amount of time and land in that area. So in a mm-hmm. way, it's helpful if there's a part you can't get through mm-hmm. and you fall, you can just use the balloon and get past it, kind of. So this, I think, is what sets this game apart from other difficult games. To where I don't think this game is, when people say NES hard, I don't think this game is NES hard because it does some things to, to take it easy on you. To be fair, I think it gets close, but I wouldn't say that it... It's totally If it didn't have this balloon mechanic, I think it would be. Because it's pretty clever. So basically what it means, I'm going to give an example. Okay, yeah, give a good example. Um, I will be judging your example. In the beginning of the final level, by the way, there's technically five levels, but really it's nine. Because there's 
four levels with two stages each. Then there's the fifth level. And there's a boss at the end of each level. So you basically have nine levels, five boss fights. I think that's totally reasonable. Yeah. Not super long, but it's reasonable. But in the fifth level, which is crazy challenging, it's like a torture chamber, you get one balloon per life. So I knew if I could just survive this first crazy conveyor part, I could almost intentionally jump in a hole when I got to the next really hard part and float past most of it. So Mm -hmm. that's almost like, that was ahead of its time, I think. That's sort of strategic in a way. It is, because I remember thinking, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I ended up not doing it, but that is a way you could get past a hard part. Yeah. Now, I will say there's some enemies that are kind of cheap. Yes. That's, I mean, let's just be fair. Uh, Some enemies are really cheap. Um, The one thing I think helps the difficulty thing that kind of knocks it down from being NES hard, if that's what we're going with now, uh, would be the the password system is really easy. It's just a four-letter password, and that's amazing. And you pretty much, unless you get to the boss fight, then you don't get to start the boss fight. But besides that, it's pretty good. Yes. So there's, like I said, there's... Each stage, if you die, you always get to start back at the start of the stage. You never run out of continues. The only time it's frustrating is, like Johnny said, if you make it to the boss fight, you have to start at the start of the level, uh, of the second stage in that level. Yeah. But it's very generous with that. And yeah, only four letters for a password. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> was it was it Ghost and Goblins we just said did the same thing? Yes, I think it was. I really appreciate that. What accent was that? Yes, I think it was. Yes. yes. So yeah, four simple letters, put it in. And start your game back. That is awesome. That is almost as good as a save yeah. feature, really. If it was five letters, I would hate it. Yes. If it was six but, letters, don't even talk to me. Three letters, that's not enough. Yeah. Four letters, perfect. Exactly. Yep. I don't know. That, seriously, I love that because I know I'm going to come back and try to beat this game. Yeah. Because I can start back where I left off on the fifth level. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really, I think the difficulty, it surprised me with how brutal it gets in parts. And I think there's definitely some cheap deaths. There's some parts I'm just like, how would you possibly do that? Yeah. Like in, I've said Sonic, until you've done that once, how could you possibly know? Yeah. But it's yeah, not some of it is just Honestly, this is one of those games where you kind of have to get beat up the first time to learn yeah. what to do. You're going to feel bad for Gizmo first. Yeah. Let you to burn yeah, alive. What you do in the movies. That's kind of, all this kind of happens to him in the movies. So it's thematic. Yeah. But speaking of Gizmo, uh-huh. I've never seen the movies, and I think he's a cool character after this game. He's really awesome. Because he gets better the more you advance in the game. Yeah. Like, you start off just throwing tomatoes. He's a really good uh, protagonist, I guess yeah. is the best way to put it. He's very good. He's very easy to root for. I mean, besides just being really... I mean, he's a, just a cute-looking animal-type thing yeah. in the first place. But besides that, you, you, you feel for him. Mm-hmm. Because you can tell he just wants to do the right thing, and he just cares. I can't remember the guy's name, but whoever is like his... His human friend is, I don't remember his name, but like he just cares about right. everything. And then all these gremlins are just kind of out to have fun and ruin his day, pretty much. Yeah. But, so you start out with the tomato, and then you get like a firebomb, like a, they call it a matchstick. Yeah. Then you get the paper clips, paper clips, which shoot a long way. Um, and then it gets like into like actual arrows and crossbows and cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so you're, you automatically get a better weapon at the end of every level. But also, these doors I said you could find to go into the shops, um, I think you can... Yeah, you can power up your weapons there, too. Yeah. And make them even better. The only the only thing I hate about the shops 
is despite the fact that they're pretty awesome to give you some good stuff, mm-hmm. whatever you get is usually pretty helpful. Yeah. But you can only get one item, no matter how yes. much money you've collected. And by the way, you collect money by every character that every bad yes. guy you kill drops like a looks like a giant marble almost. Yeah. Or sphere or whatever you want it's to call your currency. it. Yeah, and that's your currency and you pick those up. I gotta say I love that. I mean, stuff like this may not be a big deal to most people. But I love that you actually want to kill the enemies. It's not about some stupid score. Sorry if you love getting high scores, but you actually want to kill the enemy so you can pick up these orbs and spend them for things you need to survive. Yeah. I, I love that. The collectibles are totally useful. You definitely don't want to miss them. I just wish it would have let you buy more than one thing. That's true. Yeah, so once you find a shop, there's so many times I wanted to buy the power-up to make my weapon stronger or buy a life. But it's like, oh, I'm about dead. I just need to buy the hearts to survive. Yeah. I will say, though, the life, if you can afford the life, buy the life. I think it costs 150 because it's actually very useful. You yeah. start back exactly where you died if you buy a life. Yeah. So that's a good deal. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the heart fills your hearts up and gives you one mm-hmm. extra. The power-up thing powers up your weapon. And then the potion with the little heart on it, it just gives you a heart. And you can also buy a balloon, too. Yes. The balloon only costs 10 but again, it sucks that you can only buy one item yeah. at each shop. But the balloon's definitely useful. If you fall in a pit, you can float through a hard part of the level. I don't know. I think the power-ups work. I think they're all worthwhile. The enemies. We should talk about the some of the enemies, because some of them are brutal. Well, it starts out pretty simple. Like You just have uh, little mice will run around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, um, what else? is Like a t- giant tomatoes, for some reason. Yeah. Uh, you have bats. And then it ratchets up from there. Like by the time you get to the second level, it's where the gremlins really start to appear, mm-hmm. and they're a lot tougher to deal with. There are yeah. different kinds of gremlins, like in a the movie. There were yeah. different types of gremlins that do different things. You got everything from uh, one that just shoots fire at you to one that's like a bat hybrid, mm-hmm. uh, one that throws top hats at you, and the and there's all kinds of different ones. And I kind of thought that was pretty neat, even though they're really mm-hmm. tough. So the first like big gremlin, I don't know what they're called, that you faced, he's sitting on this ledge shooting at you, and for the life of us, we couldn't figure out how to kill him without him knocking us off. Yeah. So there's some yeah, there's some devious enemy placement. But yeah, the the little gremlins with the top hats that float around, they're annoying. Uh the, the bats in the later level shoot tornadoes out. Yeah. And all this is happening usually while you're trying to hit a platform. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I don't know. The enemies are, they have a lot of character in this game. They, you really, there's certain times I actually hunted an enemy down and killed him because he made me so mad. Because he beat me up three times. I knew I was too dead to finish the level. So I just chased him yeah. down and killed him. <laughs> to go down one way. Go down swinging. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the game is simple, but it's just got that near perfect 8-bit flow. You beat enemies, jump on platforms, uh, upgrade your stuff by by spending your hard-earned money and make it to the next level. Every couple levels, you face a, a pretty reasonably challenging boss fight, um, but with patterns that you can learn. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that on paper is unique about this game, but it just has that formula that is very solid. Um, well, I, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say before we get into the music? No, I think we pretty much covered it. I mean... Uh, the boss fights, I will say, um, I thought were good. They were solid. Like yeah. the first one wasn't too tough, but then the second one's a lot tougher. And then they they do the ratchet third up one's from a there. lot tougher. Yeah, the last one's terribly tough. The last one's last one's crazy. We did. I did not beat the last one. Yeah. Um, we saw the levels. Um, 
But I think we only made it to like the sixth out of nine stages before we started using the password to yeah. see the rest of them. Yeah. Legit yeah. is what you're trying to say. Legit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of cheating. Okay. Yeah. To me, though, what really makes this game stand out even more is how great the music is. Mm-hmm. Every song that was in this game, I loved, really loved yeah. it. And I've said this before. I need somebody just to make me uh, an 8-bit soundtrack every time I say this and add songs to it. Uh-huh. This would be another one I would add to soundtrack from it. I liked every song yeah. that it played. I really liked quite a bit. I liked it enough. I want to start giving composers a little credit. We don't do a great job of that. As in we've never done it. Except for David Wise. Oh, yeah. I, I became a fanboy of David Wise. But, yeah. But uh, sorry I don't know this name. I'll probably butcher it. Naoki Kodaka did the music for this game. And I guess some of it is from the movie. But it's so well done. Oh, yeah. So catchy. It's very, very oh. good. I really liked it quite a bit. It's like quintessential 8-bit. Yeah. The fact that it's a licensed game is almost crazy. Yeah. The music's so that's, good. That's the thing that made this game stand out to me. I remember when you said we should play this game. And I wasn't surprised that this was a game on the NES that I'd never played it before. But when you think licensed games on the Nintendo, you're not mm-hmm. thinking you're going to be playing something that you like for the most part. No. Because most of those games are at the very most average at best. And Sunsoft didn't tell me anything either. Yeah. Because Sunsoft has made some excellent games. I was telling Johnny, uh, Journey to Silius or Silius, however you say it, it's such a cool game. But they're licensed games. We already covered Beauty and the Beast, Roar of the Beast. Yeah. That was a joke, honestly. So they, they, They're up and down. Some of their games are very good. Right. And some are Beauty and the Beast. So there's nothing, though, that would make you think <laughs> yeah. this game is just going to be that good. But yeah, the music. So catchy. Every level had different music. I don't know if every stage did, but every level did at least. Yeah. Um, it just fits the game. It's it's not quite cheery, kind of like we said about Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah. I mean, it fits. This is Retro Scare Month, um, although this game may not be scary. but <laughs> We'll get to that. Um, but the music isn't quite cheery, but it's also not totally creepy either. Yeah. It fits really well. Yes, I agree. 100%. So I guess it's time. You ready to give your score? Yeah, I've not completely figured it out. Well, you got to get first because I went first last time. Last, terrible. <laughs> okay, well, uh, well I me... can get first. I actually don't care. No, I don't. I'll do it. I'll be a man. So, <laughs> for what's in your life? <laughs> let, let me get the cons out of the way because I don't think we've hardly mentioned any. Okay. Um, one con would be there are some cheap deaths, and I don't think that cheap deaths are ever a good thing. As much as I adore Sonic, I don't think the cheap deaths in Sonic are one of the good traits of that game. They annoy me a little bit, and they're definitely in this game. I don't think it's over the top, but I think there's sometimes you just got to accept that you're going to get hit a couple times. I keep coming back to Donkey Kong Country. I told you guys, I know Chris didn't believe it, but like the minecart levels, you can totally make it through those without getting hit at all. And he was thinking you had to get hit on that one level. Yeah. But in this level, especially that one really long conveyor belt part, we watched some people online do it and just see what we're missing. They were getting hit left and right. Yeah. So I think you need to survive, but you have to accept that you're going to get hit some. I don't think that ruins the game at all. But I, and because I don't think it's overly difficult, I think it's fair with the whole balloon system. But also think it's fair to note it. But uh, it's fair to note yeah. it. Also, this is definitely quality over quantity. There are technically nine stages, um, five levels, nine stages, and boss fights. None of the levels are very long. They're not stupidly short either. So I don't think this is one of the shortest NES games, but you could beat it in an afternoon, especially once you're good at it. It's not a huge negative because, oh my goodness, I would so much rather 
uh, what's that Beauty and the Beast? No, not Beauty and the Beast. There's some game we played that had a ridiculous number of levels, and we just couldn't believe it. I don't know. It don't matter. No, I don't know. Maybe it's Bubsy. Bubsy 2, I think, had a ton of levels. I would so much rather Whoever's have... We're 70 episodes in, they all run together now. <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> I would much rather have nine quality stages over 30 blah stages. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've said it before, and we stick by that. But, I mean, technically, it would be even better if it was maybe 15 stages, I guess, you know. <laughs> yes. Um, some of the, especially diagonal jumping, is a little challenging because of the controls themselves, but it works so much better than you'd think. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. I can't think of anything else I would change. I think the graphics are super solid and very charming, and its points are pretty amazing, especially the character designs, but mostly just solid. The music is excellent, and I enjoyed the gameplay so much. I really did. Um, it's just so much fun. Ugh. This is tough because, I mean, compared to some games that we've already played, like, Donkey Kong Country that's got three times this many levels, but it's also on a more advanced system. Like, how do you... I'm really tempted to give a number that is higher than... I'm just going to do it. This game's fun. I'm giving it an eight. I really enjoyed this game. I'm tired of dancing around 7.75. 7. It's an eight for me. It's a blast. It's kind of short, and it's got some cheap deaths, but who cares because it's fun. It's a game I'm going to come back to. It's a game I think I'll beat multiple times because I think it's that fun. For some people, this isn't going to be an 8 because there are cheap deaths and that just ruins the game for some people. So I'd want you to know that ahead of time. For me, this is one of the most fun games we've played in a while. It's rejuvenated me. I feel good. <laughs> I feel better than I did after some of our other episodes. I'm giving it 8 out of 10. And uh, I'm curious what you have to say. I think everything you brought up is very legit. Uh, you didn't lie for once. Uh, well, I'm just kidding. You never lie. But You're a good the- person. See, that's the truth, baby. You'll never know. <laughs> I guess not. That stone cold face of yours. Um, this game kind of blew me away. And by that, I mean, I wasn't expecting how good it was. It didn't need to be this good. It was a licensed game to start with, so it could have sold some copies just off the license. Mm-hmm. But Sunsoft and whoever repro- programmed it and created this game made a really great, great little cartridge here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this game gets talked about enough. I think it's one of those kind of <clears throat> hidden gems is the best way to put it. Sorry not to interrupt, but I didn't know about it till we went to that convention. And yeah. I played it on one of the TVs they had set up. It made sense that it was a Nintendo game because a lot of your movies and stuff were Nintendo games also. Yeah. So that made sense to me that it was. But it was not one that I hear people really talking about a lot. Mm-hmm. Not that much anyway and that to me is a shame this game just booting it up i should hate it that uh, isometric view is i am not a fan of oh it. you're really not i hate that kind of view but i didn't mind it on this one because the game itself was so good mm-hmm. i i am way harsher on tough games than you are yeah like when i think a game is really hard i make sure you know that i think it's like stupid hard <laughs> Yeah, it frustrates you quicker <laughs> yeah, than me, I think. Yeah. This one, though, I agree with everything you said. It does get really hard. I don't think it's... The other things that, that come with it level that out for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. The, the continue system is very, very forgiving. Uh, the balloon system is super-duper forgiving and really helps quite a bit. Mm-hmm. 
So for Matt, for me, all this is, is pros. Uh, the gameplay itself runs great. I absolutely adore the music, so that's mm-hmm. a huge plus for me. The character design, especially of the main character, Gizmo, is top-notch. I'm kind of sad this is the only Gremlins game we got, if they were going to be similar to it. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to seen Gizmo do other adventures. Spinoffs. Spinoffs yeah. and stuff. I would have loved it, because they got his character design down pat for this, if you mm-hmm. ask me. I loved it. The, the cons are it, it does get really hard, like you said. I don't want anybody to think this is going to be an easy romp through the uh, TV studio. Mm-hmm. It, there's much more than that. Some of these enemies are really cheap. Uh, that one you mentioned that's on that ledge is super duper cheap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's other ones that will show up. The conveyor belts are ridiculous. Uh, I think they could have toned those down a little bit. This is kind of crazy. Because they're really, I mean, honestly, I've never seen, these are some of the most evil conveyor belts I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So if you would have like cut those down just, just a smidge, I mean, come on, sun's off. But other than that, this is a game I'm going to be recommending to people. Anybody who I think would remotely like a platformer with some uh, charisma. Mm-hmm. Is that? I, I know it sounds weird to say, but I feel this game has some charisma about it. It's got it. an energy to it. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. does. I mean, you were really getting into it. I mean, we were hollering at this game. Oh yeah, I was. I was getting mad, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah, and I want to go back and I'll be playing this game again. I yeah. really liked it quite a bit. You gave it an eight. Is that right? Yeah. In my head, I had between a seven and a half and an eight. Yeah, I was trying to decide what it was going to be. I already knew that I had way more fun with this one than I did with Ghost and Goblins, which is not knocking Ghost and Goblins. Yeah, I'm only comparing it because it's this month. Yeah, and that's the one we played before. I had a lot more fun with this one. Man, this is tough. I think I'm going to have to agree with you and give it an eight. Yeah. I really liked it. This thing's got a lot of charm to it. This is 100% retroblist approved as far as I'm concerned, and it sounds like as far as you're concerned. Mm-hmm. This is one I really want everybody to go out and try to find and hunt down and play. You need to at least experience this game once, yeah. I feel. Uh, how much is it going for? So if you want the actual NES cartridge, about $15. Worth it all day long. Give or take. And I, t- I, it's not the cheapest NES game, but it's totally worth that price. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I recommend it. You recommend it. Uh, I mean, it's it's a great little game. It definitely gets the Retro Bliss seal of approval. It sure does. Sure does. Now, Trevor. I Wait think, a minute. Yes. Do we want to mention the scare factor? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So this month, since it is Retro Scary Month. And we start out with two terrifying games. We're going to give each game that we play a scare score as well as the normal score. Yeah. So, Trevor, you gave this game an 8.0 on an actual game score. How scary was it? Well, it made me jump a few times. I mean, because you've got conveyor belts that literally lead into furnaces. <laughs> yes. And... But in a traditional sense, it's zero scare factor. Like, I would let a child play this game. I mean, it's like a one. It's like a seven on the intensity scale of, like, the torture chamber thing. But it's it's not graphic. It's not violent in the traditional sense. It's not scary. Probably the scariest thing is, I think maybe the title screen shows, like, a digitized picture of a gremlin, maybe. Yeah. that It's not scary. And that's just from the character yeah. design point. So, yeah. if, if we were just going for scare factor in this month, this game would fail. But, uh... But it makes up for it and how good it is. Yeah. I give it a, a two just because I love it and I don't want people to think that it's... Yeah. Uh, but to be fair, the movie, to me, is kind of the same. Yeah. It's more comedy than it is horror. So, very, it's, it's definitely a, a comedy horror film, but it goes for comedy. Our scare rating is very tongue-in-cheek. It's, yeah. it's irrelevant. Yeah. It's not even trying to be scary. No. But there yeah, you but go. You, sh- you should still play it. So yeah. we were both not scared. 
Now, Travis, time for... Comments? Feedback, yeah. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> okay. I was just going to be big and huge with it. So Chris can play I some keep, music for I keep it. thinking you're trying to do the commercial. <laughs> so I keep cutting you off. <laughs> I have it written down. I was going to go to feedback. So you had it right both last time, too. Yeah. See? I'm a terrible man. You. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. I like you. So <laughs> did you have any feedback on your personal page? Nope. All right. Well, feedback's going to be short this week. Thank goodness I bet people are saying. Nobody on Instagram had anything to say about this game. On Facebook, we had just two comments. Let's get it. Oh, uh, of course, it just went away, even though I pulled it up. That's I'm going to judge the comments as you read them. <laughs> it's all right. I'm looking. People like to be judged, there right? Goes, there it goes. There it is. So a lot of people liked uh, the photos, so I don't know if that means they liked the game or not, but we only had two comments. Andrew Coed said, another one I never played, but I am familiar with it. If I'm not wrong, it's a top-down action platform, possibly puzzle game. There's really no puzzles to it. It's very action platform. Yes. Um, it does look like it could be a puzzle game, but it's not. There's no pushing blocks. There's no puzzles. The closest it comes is there is, I think, maybe two branching paths in the whole game. To where if you go one way, you can go to the shop, and the other way, you just yeah. bypass it. But yeah. that's all. It does make you wonder if there's little secrets and stuff in it. Yeah. But I don't know if there are. It's pretty straightforward, I think. Yeah. Uh, who said that? Andrew Coe, but that's Andrew not all. Andrew oh, Unlike that. last week where you didn't read half his comment, oh. I'm going to read the rest of it. Well, he wrote a lot. Yeah, my name was And all. I can't read. That's true. Um, he says, it looks like it might be okay. He can't wait to hear what the definitive voices in all of retro gaming have to say. Well, I only have one voice, but thanks for making that plural. So as both the definitive voices in retro gaming, I'll say it's more than okay. I would agree. It's way more than okay. Andrew, I'd suggest you try it, man. I think you might like it. Bobby Capobianco. Capobianco. Says, does it have a cameo by Hulk Hogan like the film? Does it have a cameo? Ooh, I just called Gremlins 2 a film. It is a film. It's very good. It's better than the first one. So yeah, I have no comment there. I have a cape say it. No, I'll stop. But I will say that Gremlins 2, the video game, is so good that... It's better than Gremlins 1, the video game, which does not exist. We'll get to that <laughs> uh, in the Bliss Quiz. No. <laughs> I jumped ahead. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for your comments. All two of them. You know what's going to happen now? No, nah, I have no idea. Oh, goodness gracious. What do I have written here, Trevor? Read this word for me. Commercial. Close enough. Roll that commercial, please, Chris. Beware. Something exciting is coming to video games. Gremlins 2, the new batch, the video game from Sunsoft. Help Gizmo battle the menacing gremlins. But it won't be easy. Because this game has awesome graphics that seem to come alive on the screen. Gremlins 2, the new batch from Sunsoft. Don't say we didn't warn you. That was a great commercial. That was a good commercial. Okay, here we go. Trevor, it's time for everybody's favorite. And it's especially scary this time. Uh, Mine's not. It's called the Bliss Quiz.
your name. I've known you forever. Yep. If you do not get any points in this game, I will not be your friend anymore. A, B, and C. That's my three guesses. Okay, good enough. Number one, Trevor, am I going first? I guess so, because I did the review. Okay, here we go. What creature was proposed for Gremlins 2 but was scrapped? I'm going to give you some choices, uh-huh. and you tell me which one is the correct choice. I see, I see. A cow-hamster hybrid? Wow. A bird-lizard hybrid? Mm. Or a kitten-cockroach hybrid? Whew. A kit roach? I'm going to go with kit roach. Nope. The campster or cow hamster. That was, was my next guess. Huh. They're all gross. Yep. So your questions this week, I'll say, are actually pretty fair, I think. Are we still friends if I miss any of them? Are we friends now? You have to make at least one for us to be friends. Oh, goodness. This is a lot of pressure. I need your friendship. I literally have nothing but else going for me. You have 50-50 shot on the first one. Okay, thank goodness. True or false? All right. There was a Gremlins 1 game for the NES. True or false? Well, I think I said earlier that there wasn't. But then you said there's more on that later. So now I'm very confused. Yep. Was I was it a dream within a dream? <laughs> oh, man. I'm feeling like maybe there were, but they scrapped it. So I'm going to go with there was not one. So what has the question phrase? Just true or false? Was there one? False. Was there one released? I'll make it easier for you. No, there was not. False. You did a good job, but not for the reasons you thought. <laughs> uh, there never was a Gremlins game, one game for the NES, but there was one for the Atari 2600. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm very curious about it, to be honest. Me too. <laughs> well, I guess we're friends. Yep. Yes. I needed this. Trevor, uh, G- uh, Gremlins 2 is probably known a lot for the people who appear in it, the actors. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Who did not appear in Gremlins 2, the new batch? I'm going to list some names. Okay. Can you tell me who of these names is not in the movie. All right. A, Christopher Lee. Ooh. B, Hulk Hogan. I know he's in there. Brother. C, Bugs Bunny. Oh, mercy. D, Sylvester Stallone. I feel like it's a trick question, but I'm still going to say Bugs Bunny. Incorrect. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, I should have Bugs known. Bunny and Daffy Duck actually appear at the very beginning of the movie. It is a Warner Brothers film. Oh, uh, that makes sense. I'm over for 2, aren't I? You are. We're about to not be friends. I know. This is going to be a set. This is how the show ends. This will be it. <laughs> So, this is a good one. I'm going to show you some pictures after I read the question. So, Gizmo the Game Uh came out on the Wii and the DS. The PlayStation Network and Xbox Live Arcade versions were canceled. So, it was a Wii and DS game. Which which of these was not an activity that you could do in the game? Okay. So, which of these was not something you could do in the game? A, uh, feed your Mogwai, or Mogwai. B, dress your Mogwai. C, watch them dance. D, let them work out. Or E, battle gremlins. Which could you not let them do? Yeah. Dress them, feed them, watch them dance, let them work out, battle gremlins. Uh, let them work out. <laughs> so you could you could dress them, feed them, watch them dance, and let them work out. The only thing you couldn't do is battle gremlins. There were zero gremlins in the game. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to show you. Some, so apparently it's like a life simulator of Mogwai. Mogwai. Yeah. You dressed them up. Little, them. With little gizmos. And here's some of the. Oh my gosh, those are creepy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't like those at all. Well, that one was a gizmo. The character designs, like you could, I guess, 
there's different characters besides Gizmo, and they're disturbing. Yeah. Well, yeah. all the gremlins look like that before they turn into gremlins, though. But yeah, this fair. is like a workout room and a dance studio. It's ridiculous. <laughs> they might have, uh, should have made it where you could turn them into gremlins if yeah. you messed up. Trevor, number three. Yep. Your last chance for us to be so friends. So you've made one, right? So I can still tie you if I get this, maybe. That's right. But I'm just, but according to your thing, we're friends. Yep. According to mine, we may not be. Yeah. Trevor, number three. What is the Rotten Tomatoes score for Gremlins 2? There were 43 reviews. Of course, you know it's out of 100%. Yeah. Uh, you need to get it within five. A little more generous than usual. The bad thing is, when we start talking about this a week or so ago, I did look it up. Well, that should give you a hand. Open hand. Open hand? That doesn't make it any sense. It just helps me remember. A leg up is what I should have said. It helps me remember it was not super positive. I'm going to go 35 because I feel like it was between 30 and 40. I don't know what site you looked at. I literally looked at this today. 67. Really? Rotten yep. Tomatoes? Mm-hmm. Gosh. Guess what? Huh. Like, We're for, not friends. I guess not. Oh, I will. I thought you'd be a little so more sad. I'm your friend, but you're not my friend. Or which way is it? Uh, you're my friend, but I'm not your friend. That's right. Yeah. Well, you've already beat me, but here's your extra question. Oh, there's... Okay. Find the bargain. Oh, I'm good at this. This is by far the game I'm the best at. Yep. So, A, a life-size gizmo doll. Which, by the way, wouldn't a life-size gizmo doll be like 12 inches? It wouldn't be that huge. It didn't give a size. It just said life-size. I don't even think it would come up to our knee. I mean, I that's like think. a regular-sized stuffed animal. Anyways. Yeah. So, a life-size gizmo doll. A Gremlins Atari Apple II brand new mint cartridge. Now, this is another version of Gremlins for the Atari Apple II. I'm thinking this must be rare because I didn't even see this come up. But anyways, it's a sealed mint cartridge. Okay. Or an actual 1970s AMC Gremlin X complete but not working car. So the actual Gremlin <laughs> but car. does it work. Yes. <laughs> Local pickup only. All right. Was the car, the game, or the, the life-size, life-size doll. doll? Which one's the cheapest? Yep. Uh, well, all sense would tell me it would be the life-size doll, but I know you wouldn't pick that if that was the case. I'm going to go with the car. Yep. <laughs> Did I get it? So the car was 850 bucks. Yeah. That's truly just because I know you try to trick yeah, me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the, the game was about 860 The life-size doll was $1,869. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Man. It does look really realistic, but still, it's yeah, that's ridiculous. I would, I'm sorry. I think Gizmo's amazing, but there's no way I'm paying that. Yep. Of course, I couldn't if I wanted to. I don't have the money for that kind of stuff. After Patreon, (laughs) (laughs) we're going to be about the same level of poor. We may get a microphone at some point. No, by the way, that's our first goal is a microphone that actually can stay here in the Shire. Yeah. So you can quit lugging yours around. That's right. We need a microphone. That's going to be the first. That's the thing we should say. All the money that we make is going into the show first and foremost. Yeah. First, any expenses for the show will be covered first. Yes. And we'll probably never make enough that it'll go beyond that. But if so, then... And we're okay with that. Then we'll get a swimming pool full of cash. We're at terms... I I want a swimming pool full of cash, though. I kind of do, too. I want a Scrooge McDuck my life. Yeah. (laughs) Because he knew what he was doing. Instead, we're just going to Chicken McNugget our life. That's an old reference, isn't it? Is it? That's a reference? We did McDonald's for a while. I guess so. They did sponsor. As a fake sponsor. Uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah. We don't want to get sued. Because <laughs> they listen to us, you know. Uh, Trevor, should we go ahead and tell them what the next game is going to be? I think so. Yeah, because they may not even get a chance to comment on it, depending if we record it today. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So it's, ah, Real Monsters. Oh, I thought you had stepped on attack or something. Nope. Ah, Real Monsters. Maybe not the most ex- uh, for the Sega Genesis. There you go. Maybe not the most exciting game because I've never heard many people talk about it. But I bet a lot of people have memories of the show. I definitely do. It's so. what I used to watch all the time. So yeah, 
We may record it here shortly. Uh, or so, we may not. This is sorry. a great way to end this show on yeah. a rambling about something we may or may not do. <laughs> yeah. People love that. Please uh, go to our Instagram, which is... Retro Blist. Go to our Facebook, which is... Retro Blist. Uh, go to my Instagram, which is... Shawneeism28. Oh, that's good. I'm very yeah. proud of you. That's where my art and stuff is. Uh, my other show is History Creeps. It's on this channel, uh, which is... Oh, yeah. We've not done this well lately. Nope. So the Back Issues Comic Book Podcast Network. That's right. Uh, B-I-C-B-P-Radio.com. You can find this show, as well as my other show, History Creeps, as well as uh, the Back Issues Comic Book Podcast, uh, as well as uh, the Dusty Finish, which is a pro wrestling thing. All, any kind of show you can think of, you can probably find on this network. BICBP-radio.com. Yeah, please go there. Also, rate, review, subscribe if you haven't already f- to us on iTunes. We appreciate all the reviews we get. Honestly, we love you guys and gals. Thank you so much for listening to us and make us a part of your week. It's, like I said before, we really do appreciate it quite a bit. Because why would anybody listen to me ramble or listen to you ramble? And even more, listen to both of us ramble at the same time. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Trevor. Uh, let's give the kids what they want. And that, of course, is you doing your best impression of my vampire voice from last week. I'm a vampire. Mm. <laughs>